0: welcome to the island this is your dream destination the island isn't a place it's a state of mind we are here to release connect escape and start a new journey what journey well child that's up to you we are here as your ultimate travel guide with resources tools and most importantly healing so grab a drink get ready to experience the island Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the art. My name is Ramiz Heron and I'll be your amazing host today. I am joined again.
1: Again. Again.
0: Again. Back at it again. By the amazing, phenomenal f- pause. Just recap really quickly, y'all. She was my first ever licensed therapist on my staff. Mm -hmm. She believed in me when so many other people did not. She joined me. She has been down for this cause. And I just want to take a moment really quickly and say thank you so much, Tyler, because you have been absolutely amazing and supporting and being there for all we do as we try to be for you and your amazing brand. And I have loved you so much. So this is the amazing Tyler.
1: Don't make me cry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she has come back. If you guys, you know, tuned into season one, you know she came to the island the first time before we had upgraded and got some budget
1: Period. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And take a moment, introduce yourself. Tell the folks, tell the
1: folks. Well, um, my name is Tyler. Like he said, I'm a licensed professional therapist. Um, I am nationally certified, I am EMDR trained, which means I am your go-to for trauma and trauma treatment. Um, Yeah, so I'm licensed in Texas, making some plans to get licensed in some other states that's on the hush-hush for right now. Hello. But yeah, that's me.
0: I know that's right. And before we dive too deep, y'all, really quickly, today we are drinking the Triple T. Triple T. Tyler's Tropical treat. And this is consisted of (laughs) vanilla rum, soda water, pineapple, and mint. Just a little fun. So we're going to taste it together. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'm feeling it. All right. Let's see. Mmm. Mmm. You did the thing, Miss Girl. You did that.
1: Yeah, you yes did ma'am. that. I was going to say thank y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that would have me worried.
0: Yes. So all of our amazing drinks are always made by my executive yes. producer. And she is phenomenal. And I just want to thank her so much. Yes. yes, ma'am.
1: The mint is right on the money. Oh, my mm. God. So, Tyler. Yes. Catch
0: us up really quickly. Because last time you were here with us, mm-hmm. you were, you know, doing your thing already. your thug dizzle mm-hmm. as you always do.
1: Yeah.
0: What's been new? What's What's been going on with you? What's changed? I know. Like, what'd you say earlier? Some wins. Listen. Losses? <laughs>
1: losses. <laughs> it's been at least a year. Yes. And so yes. there have been some wins, some lessons, some highs, some lows, some peaks and valleys. Oof. Great. Um, in business. So when we did the last episode, mm-hmm. that was, I was like beginning to middle of first year. Right. Now we're in year two. Um, And my excitement about it is a little different. I'm no longer walking in this place of like confusion and just kind of in the dark filling it out. Right. Right. So now I'm in a space where it's like, oh, I understand what taxes look like for a business owner. (laughs) I understand um, the ebbs and flows of clientele and why it's important to always have, you know, an extensive, kind of like a running list of clients because there will be peaks in in the season. Mm -hmm. And... When it's two weeks on, two weeks off for somebody, it mm-hmm. looks crazy. It Correct. can look crazy. Um, and so one month you making good money and the next month you got food at home. Girl,
0: <laughs> <laughs> say it again, girl. We got food at home. So it's
1: It's been good. Um, yeah. I love what I do. I've spent a lot more time focusing on specific things, right? So again, in the beginning, you kind of... Are filling out what your specialty is and mm-hmm. what areas you want to really work on and focus on as it pertains to clients. And yeah. now I'm in a space where I can kind of say, oh, yeah, I'll refer you to someone else. Um, or like, yeah, let's get into it, you know. Come on, growth. And so it's good. It's been, a, like I said, a season of lessons for sure. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah.
0: I love that for
1: you. Thank you. I, no,
0: I love that period because I... The saying, I love that for you, sounds so shady to me.
1: Doesn't it? It it just sounds... It's like, oh, for you. I love that for you. Like, what about, so
0: you wouldn't like it if you was doing it? No, I love that in general. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a habit I gotta break. Mm -hmm. But no, like, that's actually amazing. Thank you. And I I will never forget the day, like, you texted and you were like, because you were waiting on it when we first met. Yes. You were waiting on it. You had finished everything, but you were waiting on it. And waiting to get like a license. Yeah. That was
1: 2019. Yes. Baby, we done had some gray hair since then.
0: Baby, what? (laughs) A lot has changed, Mm -hmm. y'all. And to see this growth, I am just so beyond proud of just watching you grow and be this person and being able to like, you know, tell a lot of people, I got a therapist for you. Y'all, I got a therapist for you. Because, y'all, she does her thug thistle.
1: And thank you. If y'all
0: don't want the truth, y'all can go find somebody else. One thing about Miss Tyler is she going to meet you where you stand. And the one thing you had always told us when we first met you is that you can only meet someone as far as they have met themselves. Yeah. And I will always hold on to that. And literally, I use it in my everyday life now. Mm -hmm. And I use it so much that I'm always just like... Baby, I can't do this. I, you have only met yourself this far, yeah. and I can't continue to dig when you're not ready to dig. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. You can't wish for somebody to be somewhere that they're not ready to be. So.
0: Baby, and that Leave right it. there I will always take with me, but you always be ready to meet him at the dough.
1: Of course. <laughs> if, you, if you're if willing to do the work, this is the thing, right? Like, a lot of people have glamorized therapy and the idea of therapy, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, go to therapy, but what? most people don't recognize is when you go into therapy, you're literally going into battle against you.
0: (laughs) Wait, say that one again. You're
1: going into battle against yourself. The ideas that you have, the beliefs that you've created and gained from Mm -hmm. the environments that you're in, family members, traumas, and all these other things. And so people are quick to say like, go to therapy, do the work, do this, do that. But like, I think everyone's underestimating what the work actually looks like. And as long as you are ready to to do it, I'm going to do it with you. But I also tell people. Y'all hear that? As long as
0: you're ready to do it.
1: Yeah, because I'm good for telling somebody, you know what? You're not ready. So why don't we pick up on the schedule when you're ready? Don't waste my time. Don't waste yours. That's the truth he be talking about. (laughs) Because a
0: lot of the, and and you know, I'm not here to shame nobody, get it how you live, but there are some people now that, like you said, therapy has been glamorized. And so they're packing their office with people who they know don't need to be in their office and they're allowing those people to stay and they're continuing to treat these people when you know you should have discharged them and dismissed them so long ago because they're not actually working. But you're okay with the constant money. And again, this is not to shame nobody. Do you run your business how you want? I'm just saying, I like a person like this, and this is why I keep people like this on my team, because I don't need yes-men around me. I have had yes-men around me, and it got me nowhere. Not having yes-men brought me here. Period. Able to glow up
1: Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. way
0: we did. Not having Mm yes-men. Having people to meet me with a little bit of resistance. Mm -hmm. And one thing Tyler has always been good for is meeting me with resistance. Period. I will always remember people being like, well, why don't you call Tyler? "Mm -mm, I'm not ready for that truth. He
1: don't want to hear it. He ain't trying to hear it.
0: But I knew that deep down inside, so I knew I wasn't calling her. Like, she, because she thought, oh, why did
1: you call me? Girl. He I was comfortable sh- in his mess. Baby,
0: I was comfortable <laughs> right there. But that was the realization, and that was, I knew that. And that's why I didn't complain to too many people. I complained to the people who I knew. I can get away with it. Because the ones who I knew I couldn't, they didn't hear a peep about it. Mm-mm. They don't ever hear a peep about it. And that's the one thing I will always say, like, you are constantly like, Ooh, hold on now. Let's check it. <laughs> Let's figure this out. Oh, you are not ready? Okay, I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna hit you back when you're ready. Mm-hmm. And you are real, but you're never like disrespectful by any means. Like you're always like just authentic. Yeah. And like, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna just be honest with you. This is not what it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I love that. Oh my goodness. You
1: know what? People try to contribute that to me being a therapist, but that's honestly been my temperament my entire life. Um, like you said, we met before Mm -hmm. I was licensed. And so you've
0: always been this.
1: It's always been like, okay, let's look at this a little differently. Let's try to do, let's, let's try to examine this just a little bit more. And what people don't quite understand about me is that I don't do that unless I care. Absolutely. If I don't care, enjoy your mess.
0: that part <laughs> she will leave you right there okay baby okay fun. yeah okay <laughs> have fun because like she walked in with that energy from day one she's like oh, okay like i like y'all's idea let's 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 touch on a couple things but i like it overall and that's exactly what we did okay back to the drawing board what are we touching upon? because mm-hmm. back then it was just community-based events now we've really like spread out the ground yeah but back then it was just something little but i feel like that does attribute to you because like before she was licensed y'all she was like this she was like there was no this didn't like oh I got my license now I can change this and be this person no. like no she was always like I'm gonna meet you at the door yeah I'm gonna meet you where you are I'm not gonna go no further than you mm-hmm. have gone mm-hmm. but I'm gonna meet you right there I'm gonna see where you are and see if I can do anything to help yeah. you and if not I'm gonna get my stuff and I'm gonna
1: go I'm gonna pull a little bit just a little bit I'm gonna pull
0: see if you got it in you
1: come on you want to we can go there if you don't okay
0: because I'm, I'll wave
1: at you from this side
0: i see you <laughs> i <I'll> see you
1: <laughs> whenever you're ready <laughs>
0: And that's the thing is, like, I, I I don't like the fact that people try to attribute that to you being a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like, you that is your nature. Yeah. That is who Tyler is to her yeah. core She's going to be honest with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anytime I've invited you somewhere, you're like, hey, baby, I'll let you know. Um, hey, baby, I ain't got the mental capacity for that. I'm like, I can't I, hold I, it. I will not be there. <laughs> Love you. And I'm like, cool. Sounds great. Communication. hmm That's all it takes. A little bit of talking. Mm-hmm. Speaking of communication, let's talk about it. So lately I've seen a lot of this online and I've noticed a lot of this mm-hmm. all the time. But people have always had this argument. There's two sides of this argument. One person is always saying, "Drop them, they know what they did. We too grown to have conversation."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the other side is like, "Or you can grow up and communicate and be an adult."
1: You asking me where I fall in this? Absolutely. Personally, professionally. <laughs> both. They, they tend to align. Uh, exactly. They, they tend I to align, would, actually. But both. um So, you know, there's this major, major idea that people know what they're doing. And you knew when you stepped on my toes and you knew when you did me wrong and I just don't think people understand how much we all operate within our own worlds. Correct. Right? So, like, me stepping on your toes to you literally could just be me stumbling for me. Correct. And if you don't acknowledge that, hey, friend, you stepped on my toes, I'll never have the opportunity to maybe even recognize that I've stepped on your toes. If I can't recognize it, I can't be accountable, and then I can't apologize and then make the change. Correct. And so... I'm not a fan of the letting shit slide. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a let shit slide person because what happens when you let shit slide is it continues to happen and then you build up this resentment towards a person who may not even know that you got beef with them. So does that answer your question?
0: <laughs> absolutely okay. it does. Because people love to walk around doing that. They groan. They know what they did. They groan. They... How do you know they know what they did? You're absolutely right. Some people do know exactly what they're doing. Address them as need be, though. Right. Don't lump everybody in that category of like, oh, they know what they did. No, baby, I was operating in my own world, in my own space.
1: Yeah, because what's offensive to me doesn't have to be the same thing that's offensive to you. You know, like, prime example, it's it's wedding wedding season. And for Mm -hmm. a lot of people, they have a lot of different rules for their weddings. Mm -hmm. And one rule that I think we all can kind of think about is the don't wear white to the wedding rule. Correct. Me personally, I low-key want everybody to wear white to my wedding. And so, if you don't state that this is a rule, correct? how do I know I'm breaking it if my beliefs and my de- ideology is completely different from yours?
0: Oh, I love that.
1: You know? Absolutely.
0: Because my brain operates differently.
1: Right. So, how? My am trauma's I sp- different. My environment was different. My biological makeup was different.
0: Come on now. And that's what people just don't understand, Mm -hmm. is they want to think that everyone's thinking exactly like them and operating like them. Mm -mm. We wasn't all raised the same. We wasn't all cut from the same cloth. Some was cut from like $3,000, silk expensive, never had to work in their life cloth. And some was raised off of got it out the mud that we barely holding it together cloth. Mm -hmm. Both are okay. But it's not okay for you to assume that they're going to operate the same. Exactly. And they're going to know exactly what's going on. Exactly. This person is going to operate off a lot of times off of survival instincts and yes. having to get it and have it to grow. This person is going to operate off of thinking it's going to come to me because it's always had.
1: Yeah, it's love.
0: Which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That is what you're used to. Yeah. That is what you've always been accustomed to. So those simple conversations, and that's why, I like I said, I hate it when I seen it online. Cut them off. You know what you did. No, I didn't. No, I
1: can understand the the cutting them off as a consequence to something that you've already acknowledged multiple times. Absolutely. Totally different from a person doing something that offends you and you automatically retreating and isolating and separating yourself from them.
0: And not having a single conversation about
1: it. Not a conversation. Totally different.
0: So this person is just lost in the sauce, like... Well, I was friends with them, but then... That I don't just, know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't have texts anymore. I don't get phone calls. Mm-hmm. I just stopped hearing from you. Yeah. And you're just sitting here just like... And then it gets awkward because then other friends, family who know this person is like, well, how is such and such? I would love to know as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: what do you mean? I mean, they just stopped talking to me. You didn't reach out? Mm-hmm. Well, no. Like, I mean, I tried to, but I didn't get a response. So what am I going to do? Come back on their door? No?
1: You know, I think oftentimes when people do that, they when they... Kind of avoid situations like that. It's just because they don't know how to have conversations. And that could be me giving benefit of the doubt. But a lot of times, Mm -hmm. based on what I've seen in my practice, it's a a lack of the ability, right? Mm -hmm. The inability to communicate how they actually feel. Mm -hmm. It's much easier to cut somebody off than communicate, hey, friend, that hurt my feelings. Right. That takes vulnerability. Mm Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to do that.
0: Right. That's and then you got to rock the waters. And it's yeah. like, well, are the, is this person going to be mad at me? Mm-hmm. Are they going to like, how is how's our good friendship going to be after I say right. this? Are
1: they going to be accepting? Does it come with rejection? Is my own fear of, of, of rejection being projected onto this situation prematurely?
0: Y'all see why she's on here again? Y'all see why she's <laughs> she back? Because what? Like, and it just, it infuriates me. And then I have to also like step back a mm-hmm. lot. And be like, you know what? They are operating from what they're used to, yeah. where they're at. And I have to acknowledge that and move forward. Yeah. Because what what are, what is me being mad going to do?
1: Right.
0: And I think a good thing that I love that my other friend always asks me, who are you mad at? Who are you mad at? Like, when I start getting frustrated, well, who are you mad at? Yeah. Are you mad at them? Are, are you mad you... at yourself? Who are you mad at? Mm-hmm. And every time she asks me that, I'm, I'm always like... Man, and I always get frustrated because I know I'm mad at myself. Yeah, Because I'm like, well, why couldn't I have done more? Why couldn't I have done this? Or why mm-hmm. didn't this change? So I love that question. And I often ask it a lot. Who you mad at?
1: Mm. Who you mad but at? But that's a hard question to ask, right? Because then it places the the work back on you. Mm-hmm. When you can be mad at a person, it's like, well, they did it. They the problem. They the ones. This, this and that. They got to change something. But when it's, oh, I'm mad at me. So I have to do the work. I have to make the changes. That's far more difficult than saying, than placing blame.
0: Absolutely. And it takes it all the way back to the first conversation of, are you ready to do this? work? Are you
1: ready to do the work?
0: Are you ready for this journey? Because it, it's a journey. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: some days you're going to leave and be like, I feel great. That felt really good. And some days you're going to be like, I want no one to talk to me.
1: Leave me alone.
0: And even so much so is now, like, me and my executive producer, we've coined the phrase no people day.
1: No people. I love that. That's such a solid thing.
0: And all we have to do when we're having one of these days, it's very simple. If I call, she didn't answer. I just send no people day question mark. She can like it. She can love it. She can send back yes. Mm -hmm. Cool. I now know my friend is not in the place. Yeah. It's a no people day. That's good. And it's simple. Y'all. Come on, boundaries. It's as simple as that. When y'all are communicating with y'all's friends, come up with a coin phrase, a term, something. It's a no people day? Cool. I got you, Pooh. That's good. I picked her up her favorites and I said, if you want these, they're here for you.
1: That's good.
0: Didn't see her till the next day, which is fine. I knew it was a no people day. Mm-hmm. But I had her I had her stuff ready when she was ready. I had her ready to receive the love whenever she was ready to come get it.
1: I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that somebody been doing the work. <laughs> Somebody been doing the work since the last time I saw him. Baby. Since the last time I recorded a podcast. <laughs> the work is getting worked.
0: Baby. I'm trying to tell y'all. And I'm y'all, proud. I'm proud. I, 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 I'm I had proud. to. Because what do I look like trying to run all of this and not doing my own work? Mm-hmm. What? How am I supposed to be helping folks? How, how that work? I'm sitting here looking crazy. And y'all, let me tell y'all, the work is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. The work is tiring, it's exhausting, it's sad, it's happy, it's understanding, it's acknowledgement of yourself, it's accountability. Mm -hmm. It's all of those things wrapped into one. If you are not ready to really dig, Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, every time you think you hit a new place, you're going to keep digging. That's what's crazy.
1: There's always more work to be done.
0: Always. Until there's not. Until there's not. Until you finally come to a place of now I understand this work and mm-hmm. I can just operate it nicely.
1: Yeah. It
0: will always some of the stuff will always be
1: there. But a lot of the least. stuff will always be there. That's another another catalyst to understanding therapy as well. People go to therapy and they say, I wanna be healed. And I'm not a believer in being healed. Correct. I think you're constantly healing, right? Mm -hmm. You're constantly in a place where you're doing work, but the work at some point becomes kind of like autopilot, right? So at some point, the coping skills are just automatic for you. At some point, you know, restructuring how you think and reframing a thought becomes your nature, That's not to say that things will not still come up. Correct. That's not to say that, you know, you won't still be stressed out by your job or the stressors are not still present. It's just that now you know how to deal with them. Correct. And so another idea that I need people to let go of is I'm going to walk away from therapy healed. I don't have no more problems. Things don't work a a certain way anymore Mm -hmm. because there's a potential for all these things to do. You just handle them better now.
0: Correct. Absolutely. And I think the one thing you said last time that I really loved was it's a renewal? Mm-hmm. You always do you're like this is not something that just happened and you're done.
1: Yeah,
0: we're constantly having to go back in, and it's going to become less. Now you have to go to therapy less, and now you have the tips, the tricks, the tools, but you still have to do them. Yeah, the work is still being done, just kind of internally, more quietly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in their own way. It's still happening.
1: Yeah. You have the skills now. You no longer need me to spoon feed you the skills and to, you know, watch you as you practice them. Now Correct. you've got them on your own.
0: And you have them and you're like, okay, go with those. Yeah. Go be free in Come the world. back
1: as need be. We can check in, but mm-hmm. go up. and practice these things. Go and test this out consistently.
0: Consistently.
1: And allow life to just life for you.
0: Because life gon' life, y'all. Period. It, it's life and for everybody.
1: Do all the not time. think
0: you are special, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean that so serious. Don't think you're special.
1: I tell every last one of my clients, you are not special.
0: <laughs> life is life for that all of us. That shit
1: is happening to everybody around you. Some of us just know how to deal with it a little better. Come on now. Some. And only a little. Because when
0: we walk away from you, we like, Okay. Ooh. All right, I let's shake that. hell. Because let me tell you, I I left from work today. Mm-hmm. And right at the end of my shift, my job set me completely over the moon. Mm. Completely. I was hot. After that, I got a phone call that I did not like. You know, personal family issues. And I was at Chipotle. And uh, I called KT and I was like, you want something? And she was like, yeah, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm really, really irritated. Mm-hmm. But I want to get to the studio to my happy place i want to decompress before our guest gets there and i want to make sure everything's fine so by the time you walk in i'm like okay cool i'm chilling again you reset i have to reset but i took that time speaking of resetting Mm. what tips do you have for people who are working in these spaces and they don't get the opportunity to reset and like first and foremost y'all I work at a job right now, and I only am there for benefits. <laughs> Period,
1: because that's but what adults do.
0: I, I'm there for the benefits, and that's it. Everything else, I'm try- I work for myself. I love to work for myself. However, while I'm there, they stress me to no end. And when I tell you I, there is no wiggle room for walking away, taking a moment, whatever you need. It is constantly go, go, go. Mm-hmm. What are your tips for that?
1: So, personally, I'm not a believer in not having the space or the time to reset. Cool. You get what you create for yourself. Absolutely. And so, if you're a person who, let's say you are a, a full-time employee, mm-hmm. you have, you're running a business, you have a partner, you have children, you all live together, your life is constantly on go. Right. Until you decide. That you take those breaks. Mm-hmm. And so if you only have 30 minutes between work, business, and then the 30-minute drive home, mm-hmm. take your 30 minutes. Absolutely. Don't get in the car and then get on the phone with your partner and then hear the kids in the background screaming.
0: Because you're already headed there anyway. you
1: on the way to the shit anyway. <laughs> you already headed there. You're already walking into it. And so take that time for yourself. Make that time for yourself, right? Absolutely. I don't believe that you don't have it. You have to have it. Correct. You Like, your mental capacity cannot stand for you to not have it. So you have to create it. It's not going to be given to you. Mm-hmm. No one's going to ring a bell and say, okay, Ramiz, take a break. Hello. No one's going to, you know, pause and say... All right, you know you've done a good job today. You can leave early. Usually in the workforce, in the in the world, mm-hmm. you've done a good job is what they see. They just want you to keep doing that good of a job. Correct, correct. <laughs> it's not. No you, it's not like you've done well and it's stopped. So tips are number one. Create that space, um, and find it wherever you can. Mm-hmm. For some of us, it is a luxury to go on seven day vacations.
0: Absolutely.
1: Right? Like, there are a lot of people in the world who can do that, who Correct. can put the PTO in, who can take the time off, who mm-hmm. don't have the, the children and have to find a sitter and all those other things. Right. For others, that is a luxury, and we don't get to do that every time we get stressed out. Correct. And so, our luxury and our vacation is mm-hmm. what we create for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, for some of us, it's, all right, I'm going to check into a hotel for a weekend and put my phone on DND and do little things. Little things. Yeah. For others, it's, I'm just going to take the day at the spa. For some of us, it's I'm just going to go and stand outside for 15 minutes to collect myself and then come back in. Gather. Yeah.
0: Go. Yes. And I think that's the one thing, like, because at first when I got to this job, it was I like, was like, oh, my God, they stressed me out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let y'all stress me out
1: for the benefits. Ch- what benefit is
0: there and stressing baby. And now my my executive producer will tell you I was on a FaceTime with her at work today. <laughs> I went on break at one time and came back an hour later. Y'all going to let me have my time. What are they going to do? Please inform
1: me. I tell people all the time, the worst a company can do is fire you. The worst. The worst. That's it. That's all.
0: And the way my numbers is looking, y'all not firing me.
1: Because everybody's still hiring. Like everyone's (laughs) still, like every company still needs employees. So why would they let somebody go?
0: I'm going to take this break. Be so for real. Be so for real. Because I'm going to take this break. (laughs)
1: And I'll see y'all when I get back. And
0: I will see y'all when I get back. And once I got back, I was fine. I went Mm -hmm. on the phones. I did my Mm -hmm. job. But while I took my break, I'm going to take my break. And I'm going to relax. And I'm going to laugh. And I'm going to have a little moment. Because Mm -hmm. I need to have some fun. And and that's the reason I did it. Because right before I left, they tried me. Mm -hmm. And they tried to stress me out. And I said, oh, okay. I have three minutes left of this job. Yeah, I put on my headphones and I'm so mad that I let myself take it with me that's mm. the one thing but I acknowledged it I said I let myself take it with me I should have left it at that door the moment I walked out of that building I should have been like well that's that I'm gonna go have a good time but if I let it fester because they tried it right before I left mm. three minutes before clock out they tried it and I was like okay and again I'm still doing the work y'all I am still doing the work and I understand that sometimes it takes me longer than it should mm-hmm. to bounce back to not let something bother me as much as it should. I'm like, I and I will sit there and go, this shouldn't bother me this much. I don't like the fact that this is bothering me this much. But I acknowledge it and be like, okay, so next time this arises, how can I not let this bother me this much?
1: And that's where I want you to go first, as opposed to downing yourself and saying this shouldn't or this could or this would mm-hmm. or this that, right? Like that's these thoughts that we have in our head that tell us that something should be what it's not. Correct. And it is what it is. Right. But how can I do something about it next time? That. That's all.
0: And and the moment I left, and that's why after she called me, I was like, you know what? Nah. I'm not bringing this energy to my
1: guests,
0: mm-hmm. to my team. I'm not Baby, this energy. Baby, because we would have sat
1: here and did some therapy. Because one, the <laughs> one thing we not finna do is that you're
0: not finna come here with that type of is energy. It's carry shit. Baby. And that's why I said, you know what? Let me put this down. Mm-hmm. I'm already gone. Put it I'm going to have a great time. And I did. I walked in. I was like, okay, cool. We good. Yeah. So. oh, Ooh. Child.
1: Mm. You said one of my favorite phrases. I tell my clients all the time. Put it down. It's, just, it's too heavy. Baby. That is heavy. I'm not carrying it's, it's too heavy. <laughs> it's weighing talking. you down. You can't operate at your best. Put it down.
0: Baby. Ugh.
1: I love you. I love you more.
0: Every time. It's just. It's so good. It's just so good. Okay. So. Okay, I want to get your hot take on something. Hot take. To go back to the friendship thing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) real quick. Have y'all been saying all this thing about splitting the bill? (laughs) 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 Let's talk splitting these bills, y'all. Because y'all are funny. Y'all are funny. And at this point, I think y'all are doing it for Strictly Content because there's Mm -hmm. no way y'all are actually thinking like this. There's no way y'all are walking into these restaurants Ordering all of this food and expecting the person who had the salad, who budgeted for their salad, to pay for your full-blown filet mignon.
1: I want to take a moment and make (laughs) it a little bigger than what it is. Um, Because that's such an isolated conversation. Mm -hmm. And social media is full of isolated conversations Mm. that only pertain to specific situations and specific people. I think people have forgotten to do what works best for them.
0: Come on.
1: As a whole. Similar to the conversation about if my man come to the dinner with me and my girlfriends, he got to pay for everybody food. Like, girl, who are you dating? Who are you dating? Be so for real, because my man do not have to come in and pay for nobody food. Nobody. Mine, but nobody else's. (laughs) My food. My food only. But it's my man. You feel me? Absolutely. So the expectations that we're putting on everyday people... Based on the lifestyle of celebrities and athletes and scammers, (laughs) the expectations that we've (laughs) placed on regular everyday people have become very unrealistic. And I think we need to go back to a place of doing what works best for us. With that being said, if I am out with my girls Mm -hmm. in a small group like me and my closest friends, Right. right? we eat everything, so when one of we make sure that we all order something different, so that we can right. all eat whatever. Correct. And for us, we split the bill. Correct. Like, all right, there's four of us out here. We all ate off the sushi. This, this, and this. Correct. All the drinks was about the same price. Split the bill. It's easy that way. Right. Now, when we're in a space where it may be a larger birthday party, the expectation for a split bill Mm -hmm. may be too much for somebody. Right. I'm not going to impose my expectations based on my budget, my money, and my friend group on everybody that's sitting around with me. Correct. That's weird.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Y'all hear that? Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Because y'all are out here and then trying to call people broke and shame people. If you broke, just say that. If you can't, okay, let me say it. I'm broke. I ain't got and it right now, now what? And now what? You're friends with me. You knew that.
1: You knew I was broke. <laughs> you knew I was <laughs> broke said, when I came in here and got water said, and water salad.
0: And baby, when I walked in here and I said, I'm coming to support you. And I ordered this salad and this water. And I said, damn, y'all feeling good? You knew I was broke. When I've been complaining all week, talking about somebody I have bills to pay, you know I was broke. I can't to support you. And how inconsiderate
1: of a friend, right? So we go back to this, the, the conversation of people living in their own bubbles and not paying attention to how somebody else feels or, you know, what even they're going through. Correct. Because how inconsiderate of a person do you have to be to say, this person came and they didn't want to split the whole bill. You don't know what's going on in their world. You don't know if they're capable of getting $150 worth of nothing.
0: Because that's exactly what we're getting at these restaurants. $150
1: worth of nothing.
0: A whole lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Every time I look at my freaking statement after a weekend, I'm like,
1: what did... What did I do? What did I buy? That was not the weekend I had. Not the one I remember. Somebody I went, else had this weekend. Because this
0: looks like a full fiesta. And I went to two places. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all got... And that's the thing. Y'all need to address y'all's friends with that, by the way. Like, stop trying to go into certain se- social settings and put what you do with your friend group, like you said, mm-hmm. on other freaking people. Mm-hmm. If you and your friends got it like that, cool. cool. I have some of my friends who will walk in and they will put their whole card on the whole bill and walk out. Mm-hmm. I have other friends who, like, how much that is? How much that is? How much that is? If
1: eat? I add cheese, how much th- and that is? And that's fine.
0: And both are okay. Number one, y'all. I need y'all to stop thinking that y'all's gonna be these millionaires. <laughs> we still learning. Social media has corrupted all of us into thinking that we are going to be Kylie Billion Dollar Jenner at the age of 24. It's unrealistic. The
1: expectations are unrealistic. The lifestyles are unrealistic. The images that we're trying to portray are unrealistic. It's all a lie. uh,
0: (laughs) It is fabricated. What you see on the internet is what they allow you to see. What you see on their television show, reality, it's what they allow you to see.
1: Y'all know reality TV is scripted, right? All of it. All of it. Everything on TV is scripted. It's created to portray a certain image to get confused people more confused.
0: And I'm just, I know you don't watch Zeus, but I'm going to say this real quick. Zeus Network, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like Kiki Palmer. It is my guilty pleasure right now. <laughs> I cannot lie. I'm not proud of it, but it is. It's okay. But y'all have to understand, y'all, like, they're literally putting on a show. These men, these women are literally fighting and then sitting next to each other right after. Yep. There are two people, the exotic producer saying, you two gonna fight. You two gonna fight. Mm-hmm. You two gonna fight. And that is literally all it is.
1: Yeah, you know what? I had to step away from reality TV back when um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta was a thing. (laughs) I lived. Lived. That's your life. I lived for the drama. (laughs) And at the time, I was dating this guy. He was like, I don't know why you watch that trash. It influences how you feel about, you know, your life, your reality, your relationship. And I was fighting tooth and nail. No, it don't. (laughs) That's not true. How can you say that? It's just TV. And then I noticed that I was picking fights unnecessarily.
0: 'Cause you now you feel like you you got your own little reality. Show. You <laughs> You causing your own drama. Girl,
1: finna lose my friends and my man. Over <laughs> <laughs> Over something that was scripted on TV. And so I think it's really important for us to all be cognizant as consumers of TV. I'm not saying don't watch it. Correct. I'm not saying stop, but be mindful of how it affects your being. Correct. It it deeply, deeply, deeply affects how we see the world how mm-hmm. we portray our relationships our friendships sure. like the weird expectations of you know spending all your money on the tab that you didn't contribute to you know even down to like the relationship conversation so one that i keep seeing online right now that's driving me up a wall is Ooh. if your man wake you up at three in the morning to make a sandwich you gonna make a sandwich you gonna cook him dinner <laughs> and everybody like girl i ain't gonna do this i ain't gonna do this i, ain't gonna. I was like i'm gonna sit quiet on this one because what I would do is not is what works for me.
0: <laughs> what I do in my relationship is what works for me yep. and my man. Yep. What yeah. you do in yours, what works for you and your man. They do not look the same.
1: And sometimes they do. Sometimes there's overlap, but at the end of the day, you have to live in that relationship yourself. Exactly similarly to platonic relationships you have to live inside that relationship yourself not social media not the people on tv not even your other friends and so build your expectations based on what's realistic for you for you and that friend you and that person you and that partner you and your parent right some people have relationships with their parents where their mama telling them i ain't your little friend other people go and have full on shots with their with their parents and keep house down boo girl so that's their relationship. People have to do what works best for them. And not only in relationships, just all around in life. You have to do what works best for you. There's no one size fits all for life. No. My mom loves to say life did not come with instructions. And it damn sure did not. It'd be much easier.
0: I do wish it did some days. But it did not. It didn't. We all figuring this out. And what it looks like
1: mm-hmm.
0: may be different. And I, one thing I love that you said was... Set that expectation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the moment I start doing that was the moment I start realizing, oh, snaps, I can leave that alone. Yeah. Because I set the expectation. Mm-hmm. Because I used to always ask myself this, who hurts you, them or your expectation? hmm that's good. And I, the, when I start asking myself that question, it helped me so much.
1: Yeah. It goes back to what you said at the beginning, right? Like, oh, they should have known what they was doing. They grown. Well, how would they have known how? if you didn't talk to them about what you were expecting, what your boundaries were, right? Come like, on. communicate those things with people. If you don't like the way I'm doing something that affects you, you tell me. The consequence then, after I'm aware, is my choice.
0: Correct. Correct. What I do after that... Cool, that I made that choice. But mm-hmm. before I used to, and I used to always say this to all my friends, and they know I cannot get mad at a person without me telling them. Yeah, how do how do they know they crossed that boundary? The moment yeah. I tell you, oh, all bets are off. Right, I have told you. I brought this to your attention. It is on you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I never told you, how am I going to get mad? Yep. And it's the same thing I always tell my, one of my other friends is like he will come to me just so mad that this person did this. I'm like, okay, my love. If this person asks you for a dollar every day, and you give them that dollar every day. And you give day, it to
1: them every day.
0: And you come to me, and you say, all they do is ask me for money.
1: Well, why do they think they can do that?
0: When did that become the expectation? Well, they asked me a couple times, and I felt bad. <laughs> Meat and bones it. Why do they feel like they?
1: They asked, and I did it. And I kept doing it.
0: Meat and bones it. I don't need to know all the rest. Keep the rest. Meat and bones. What is it? because they asked you did it cool that's all it is
1: that's it because expectations here's another thing right are spoken but very much unspoken as well we've created them based on our actions or lack thereof correct and so if you don't tell a person no why would they think no was a reality for them
0: all they've ever gotten was a yes
1: if i never told you no a day in your life (laughs) why would you think no was real
0: And it circles all the way back to what we said. We were born in two different things. This person has never been told no. So why do they think that's the expectation? When they walk up to you and they say something, you're like, oh, that's disrespectful. They don't know that's disrespectful because they've always been told yes Mm -hmm. when they've asked that question.
1: But they just learned it was disrespectful to you. To you. Just now. Because you
0: vocalized it. Mm -hmm. And y'all, there's a way to vocalize it without being aggressive. Let's just keep it cool. You ain't
1: gotta be aggressive about it. You ain't
0: gotta... what, What was that about? Hey... I don't too much fool with that. Too. That's not me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, please, I don't like that. Please don't do that again. I'm just I'm asking you nicely. Please just don't do mm-hmm. it again. I don't want to talk about it. You know, we can have this discussion later. Because a lot of times we get to be out in po- public settings when these altercations rub us the wrong mm. way. And it's hard because people are like, well, I don't want to mess up the vibe. And I felt weird. Because how many times have you been in, in a situation where you're out in public and something happens, and you spoke up, and then somebody goes, well, she made it awkward after that. Like, she just, like, she made she made it this. And I'm like, no, she didn't. She just told you that wasn't okay.
1: You know, if I can be completely honest, I don't think I've ever been in a space in which that's happened. I think me and my friends are good for disrupting the damn energy.
0: I know that's like, right. Like, bitch, that
1: was disrespectful. I know that's
0: right.
1: <laughs> like, mm, I don't like that.
0: And see, I, I wish I could say the same, but I think I, now that I've become this person now my friend group yes yeah me and my team now we're like oh huh, no we ain't doing all that i don't like that oh i, I do not like that we bounce it but before it was very much so like that felt weird no it yeah. didn't Nothing didn't feel weird they yeah. checked you at the door you got mad you mm-hmm. you really pulled some funny shit that wasn't okay
1: yeah the weird thing is that we have these like keep the peace vibes that go on right like we always feel the need people always feel the need to like oh i didn't say anything because i wanted to keep the peace and the problem is like who did you keep the peace for because you damn sure is like crawling in your skin Baby, right now. Baby, you're
0: uncomfortable. You're sitting there. You're just like, you're fidgeting. And so you're like, you, don't, you
1: don't have any peace. So who are you keeping the peace for? Come on. Oh, well, I didn't want to disturb, you know. I didn't want to make the environment, blah, blah, blah. You are literally sitting uncomfortably. Squirming. So the environment is not chill. And of course, if you're sitting there squirming, others around you are going to notice that. They're going to feel it.
0: And everybody's now just like, well, now this... Well, what's wrong with you? This energy weird, you off. Yeah. When you could have just out loud said it.
1: Yeah.
0: And again, which goes back, you don't have to be disrespectful about it. Nope. Hey, not too much on that one. I don't don't like to play Mm -hmm. about that. I'm going to take my drink and I'm going to go over here and I'm going to have some fun over here. You can remove yourself. You can sit there. You can keep going. If they make it weird after that, cool. I say what I need to say. We don't need to be here. But you can't address it. And you ain't got to be one of those people that be like, well, if I'm not at peace, nobody going to be at peace and just start shaking everything up. You can shake the table without knocking it over. Please. Because some of y'all be straight knocking the table over. Y'all be taking it and just flipping stuff. And we ain't doing all that.
1: But people like that have a hard time regulating their emotions, right? So here's the thing. If you're a person who cannot engage in conflict without becoming aggressive, there's something internally that you're not acknowledging and working on. You don't know how to regulate yourself. Come on. Right? You don't know the importance of like, all right, let me step outside, catch my breath, and then come back and say, I really didn't feel comfortable when this happened. Correct. Versus, bitch, you knew what you was doing. Mm
0: -mm. Mm Mm-mm. We ain't.
1: That's not how you talk to people.
0: Because now it's become this thing because now you've gotten disrespectful. So Mm -hmm. now this person is going to be like, well, Mm -hmm. who you calling a bitch? Right. And now it's something more than it should have been because at the core root of it, it was just this. Yeah. That's all it was.
1: It was just my feelings are hurt. I felt uncomfortable. I feel this. I feel that.
0: And that's all you have to say. Versus becoming
1: accusatory.
0: And calling people out their name. Yeah. And like
1: So here's a here's a little a little 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 secret, right? Um oftentimes people don't recognize that when you come to a person. And you lead the situation or conversation with an accusatory statement, right? So, Mm -hmm. why did you do that? Right. Why did you do that? Mm -hmm. That opens the door for a person to become defensive because now you're challenging them. You're challenging their decisions. You're challenging maybe their logic. You could be challenging something very deep within a person. Correct. When you come to them and ask, why you do this? Why you do that? Why you acting like this? Versus when you say, hey, friend, I felt uncomfortable when, hey, friend, I felt this. I felt that leading with how you feel. Correct. That opens up the door for them to have the space to acknowledge what it is that they've done. Correct. And rectify the situation. Absolutely. Which is what you actually want, right? Your heart, your mind, your soul wants for them to acknowledge how you feel. correct, And fix the situation.
0: And the reason they're not is because the way you came at them.
1: Right. And so when you lead with something that's accusatory, you've attacked them. And now they're going to be defensive.
0: About everything you say. Everything. No matter what you say. They
1: can't hear the emotion that you have. You didn't lead with it.
0: And it's like when y'all go in and you're like, well, I understand this, but they didn't hear anything before that, but.
1: Nothing happened before They didn't hear
0: but. nothing before that, but. They heard, but, da 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 And that's what set them off. And now mm-hmm. y'all are mad at me. Well, I told them this. Yeah, they didn't hear that. They didn't care about that. Mm-mm. You came at them and you were like, yeah, I understand this, but. Yeah,
1: mm I think we're all so very desperate to be heard. We just don't know how to communicate our need for it.
0: Correct. And, and I think there is so many ways to do it. Look at y'all's relationships, though. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you have to examine each one of your relationships because how I speak to you is not how I speak to my executive producer. Mm-hmm. How I speak to my executive producer is not how I speak to one of my old friends from my other jobs. Mm-hmm. Everyone has something different. The message all still is the same. mm mm-hmm. The tone of voice could change. Like, how I addressed it could change. Everything. I know some people I can be more direct with. Mm -hmm. I can call and be like, yo, so this is what it is. Here's how it is. Because they're going to receive it. Others, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm not going to ice, but I'm going to come in a little softer. Mm -hmm. All right, friend. Like, I need you to really gear up for this one. We got to have a talk, and I don't want you to be upset. And I do, let's talk about it. Well, I got to break it down. Yeah. Others, like, you know, I just... I got to wait to the right moment. But I'm not going to let too much time pass either.
1: Please. I was going to say, don't do that.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to wait. Because that's the thing. I'm not going to let that. weeks go by. I'm not going to let no. Mm-hmm. You got about two days for me. You still not comfortable in two days? I'm so sorry. We got to have this conversation, Pookie. Yeah, we have
1: to talk about it.
0: because We can't be avoidant. We can't. And, you know, I'm not going to bombard you. But, like, at the same time, I see what you're doing. You're trying to avoid the conversation. And it's happening. Because a friendship can't continue if it doesn't. And And that's that's, your boundary. And that's when it's different when I'm like, no, I dropped them because they know what they did. I tried to have a conversation. They didn't want to have it. There you go. That's when that is different. Yeah. Because I tried to have that conversation with you and you avoided it. You deflected it. You did all the things. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you have that.
1: That was their choice. The consequence of losing the relationship was just their choice at that time.
0: Correct. So... I figured as much. (laughs) I figured as much. Yeah. So we just got our little warning, y'all. So we're going to play a little game. Okay. This game. What was the
1: name of this game?
0: KT, help me.
1: It's Pick Your Fighter.
0: Pick Your Mm. Fighter. So we're going to give Miss Tyler some scenarios. And she going to put up. Number one, she's going to tell us what, you know, what her, what she thinks it is clinically. And then she's going to tell us what she's what she would put up against that to combat that in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. So And these things could range from so many things, y'all. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say like a slice of pizza and then she has to diagnose (laughs) a slice of pizza, y'all. Let's not be crazy.
1: Digestive (laughs) enzyme. That's the fighter. That's the fighter. fighter. Come on now.
0: (laughs) But we'll just give her like little little fun scenarios uh, with different things that we have. And she has to pick her fighter. All right. KT?
1: Do you want to do this where we shoot back and forth? I do one, you do one?
0: Oh, uh, do you just want me to do them? You can do them. Actually, no. I'll do one, you do
1: one. Um. Yeah. I like the teamwork. Come teamwork on now. Teamwork
0: makes the dream work. You'll, <laughs>
1: okay. you'll start Okay, off. so I'm going to start you off with a Zodiac sign. Okay. Because that's my realm. Um, We'll pick Sagittarius. Mm. <sighs> Based on, so a little disclaimer about me and zodiac signs. I think it's fun. I think there is some truth, but I think there are a lot of contributing factors to a person's personality and behaviors Come on. that exist outside of just a zodiac sign. So, Speak trauma, environment, biological factors. The list is endless. Speak on But on <laughs> I'll play for the sake of this game. Come on now. That's <laughs> all to we need. Have to <laughs> So. Talk. Based on what I have heard about Sagittarius people, they tend to be mean. Um, and so, my thought process immediately when it comes to dealing with a person who's mean is that it is an external hard shell, right? Like. Mean and angry and aggressive, especially things like anger, mm-hmm. are just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to emotions. Usually there's something underneath, right? And so I would argue that people who are identified as mean or callous, such as Sagittarius, are really soft and loving people. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, let's see, a fighter. Do I got to fight with another sign?
0: No. No? Whatever. You You can fight fight with a
1: diagnosis. You can fight with a a plan and give them some tips. You can fight with
0: whatever whatever is in your arsenal. Another sign, plans, tips, whatever you fit. You
1: got Mary Poppins' purse. Pick something up. I love that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 So, I think a solid antidote to a person like a Sagittarius who is seen to be callous is gaining an understanding of why they are callous, right? So like I feel like a good solid conversation of just about who they are where they come from and how they express their feelings and what they're needing is a good fighter nice. um yeah so just go in there like let me let's sit down and discuss like how do you feel and what do you need oh, from people what do you need What do you need
0: I love that okay mine is gonna come from a little personal standpoint okay. Mm-hmm. Um, combative management, they're not hearing what you're saying. They're constantly resisting anything. Like, you're trying to bring attention to them the proper way, and they're constantly just like... you're met with resistance every time. They're not doing anything.
1: So this is your team. This is the people who are Mm -hmm. over you.
0: Yes. Management. These are all management. Higher-ups. Supervisors, managers, directors, Mm -hmm. all of them.
1: Mm. That's tough. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So... My question, and I guess my fighter is, do you align with their vision for the company? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, as an employee, your goal is to act out this mission. Correct. And the mission is based on the, you know, the goals and the aspirations of that company. Mm -hmm. That's what management cares about. Correct. And so if you don't align with that, you're going to constantly bump heads Mm -hmm. with the people who have created that and put that into play. Correct. So my fighter is quit. <laughs> get another job. Y'all heard it here first.
0: <laughs> so all of my team members watch it. It was nice knowing y'all. So we quit.
1: <laughs> so we quit. Yeah. So we quit. <laughs> yeah, you know people. People. I learned this a long time ago, and I thought it was crazy when I heard it, but I realized it was very true. People don't get quit jobs; they quit management. Absolutely. I, I've never left a job because I didn't like the work. I left the job because the management. Was was
0: trash. Shitty. Just
1: fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to working in a company, your goal is to fulfill the mission that who sets in place? The management. So if you can't align with what the management is asking of you, telling you to do, that may just not be the place for you. It just may not be a good fit. (laughs) Sorry about it.
0: And on that note, y'all... The sun is setting here on the island. (laughs) I know y'all wanted more, and we're going to give y'all more. Y'all tune in, because we got a lot of good things planned. But the sun is setting here on the island. Mm. We got to get Tyler back on her private jet home. You know, we got to send her on her way. (laughs) We thank you. As always, I thank my amazing team, all the amazing listeners, um, all the supporters of More Than Mental Project, Sowing Seeds, More Than Movement. You guys... Without you guys, I wouldn't be here. Like you guys, like I said, if you paid attention to first season, you can see we've stepped up. Yeah. And I am beyond blessed to have this team. I'm beyond blessed to have this opportunity. And I'm so grateful for all of you. And I cannot wait to show you guys what we have planned. And it's only up. And we will see you next time on the island.